Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. You've got your feel-good sisters in the house. This is your feel-good sister, Ray. And your feel-good sister, Heather. And we're so happy you're here on this radio show, on this wonderful Unity Network. But we're also being broadcast amongst lots of other networks. So if you don't catch us here, check out also Stitcher is carrying the broadcast, as is uh, TuneIn. So if any of you guys listen on the TuneIn app, which is a fabulous radio app, you can now search Everyday Attraction and find us there. And uh, and we just turned up on this fabulous new radio app called Swell, S-W-E-L-L. And you can search spirituality. And there we are, right amongst all those spiritual speakers. <laughs> <laughs> on our metaphysical porch. <laughs> on our metaphysical porch. Talking Law of Attraction. If you're new to the show, what we do here every week is we just really like to dig in on metaphysical principles and we like to pull out what really works in our everyday life, what is relevant, what we can chew on, what we can spit out, <laughs> what works. And we do that by talking uh, about teachers that we think are on the leading edge. Teachers, and you know what? They're channels. Let's just, you know, can we just come out of the closet on the whole channel thing? Yes, please do. <laughs> we love them channels. <laughs> Channel, what is a channel? So really what we define a channel is, is a teacher who is able to open up to their broader knowing to kind of maybe step out of their own way and allow source to come through uh, fully and completely. And of course, there's some channels that you have probably heard of like Abraham. Um, but you know, our, our feel good sister Heather here is also a channel. Thank you very much. And, uh, and so it is a, a profound way of really working um, understanding of these laws and and really helping them to uh, to live a more joyful life, but also to live uh, a powerful co-creative life because we really truly are here to be, do, and have what we want. Mm. And, uh, and these laws help us get there. Mm-hmm. So our theme this week, our theme this week is about control versus letting go. Mm, which one to do? <laughs> well, we're going to we're going to find ways to really understand what it is to control, when to try to control one's life and what it's like to simply let go. And this is a personal theme I think to both of us, you know, we yeah. you know, we we really want to to feel better. We know that feeling good is so key to our being powerful creators in the universe and 
And, um, and yet I, you know, I can find myself really wanting to even try to control these laws <laughs> with my mm-hmm. thoughts, like really bear down on a thought, like this is going to happen. This is going to happen. You kind of like grind your teeth at, and you try to control circumstances, you know, control people and timing. And I just had a circumstance this week where, you know, I had not controlled my time in the way that I intended. And so I was late catching a bus to get home. And, uh, you know, I was kind of beating up on myself because I had a- another obligation that was going to be messed up because I had not gotten the right bus and, you know, kind of, oh, I should have done this. I shouldn't have talked that long to that guy. And, and then I felt this overwhelming sort of just let it go. It was like a voice. I mean, sometimes I think we do hear that. It's not the words, but just this feeling of, oh, just trust, just let it go. And sure enough, I got on the bus, the later one. And, and we're coming around the corner and lo and behold, we passed the earlier bus that had broken down <laughs> <laughs> and all the people were sitting there frustrated as I'll get out because they were having to call the repair guy. And anyway, it was one of those, oh, you know, when am I going to learn to just let go? And even yeah. in, in the seeming chaos, and I actually made it home in time to, to make my call and all that good stuff. So. You know, you know that circumstance, you know, where you catch yourself just saying, just let go, just let go. Yep. I actually had a situation this week, too. That's funny that you mentioned that because I um, had a situation with something at my house. Um, my garage door broke because the people that put it in installed it incorrectly. And I have been spending time and energy and trying to get it fixed properly and after going around and about for the longest time, this has been going on for months, and I spent an extra $950 getting a new garage door after $1,500 my original garage door, and I really wanted to be reimbursed. But more importantly, I wanted to be acknowledged for the fact that they put it in wrong and they installed the wrong part with the rot, with the door. And today, I just, after talking to the probably umpteenth, at least the 25th person after I don't even want to tell you, probably 100 hours on the phone over the last seven months. Um, I decided that this is it's all okay. And if it happens to somebody else, because part of me was like, well, this is about other people too. And I just let it go. And I was like, you know what? I'm so blessed to have a rental house. And I'm so blessed to have people paying rent every month. And I've been living in a positive cash flow on my rental house. And if I have to come up with an extra $950 for this, it's all okay. And I just totally let it go. And it's, gosh, it's probably two other things that's happened this week too. It feels so good to just say, give it back, give it back to the universe and let it go. And it's all okay. Yeah. And trust that there's, you know, as, as Jerry of, of Jerry and Esther Hicks always used to say, you know, there's a pony in there somewhere and you may not know it or see it or, or, or may even figure out, but there's, there's always great wisdom in our contrast and great opportunities for us to, to really trust that something is unfolding in a broader mm-hmm. perspective. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily, you know, there's always a silver lining kind of thing, but yeah, but there, but why not? Uh, sort of dive into that perspective because the universe is simply going to give you back that which you expect. So if you expect whatever chaos to um, unfold perfectly for you, you win <laughs> because that, and, you know, that's part of it. And it, and it, mine being a money thing, if I let go of that $950 in that area, I'm sure I can open up to 1800 or more in another area. Like money doesn't have to come from the same exact place, you know, like it can show up in a different 
costume or exactly. her different stream. Yes. So I'm open. I'm just open. So this theme of control versus letting go is going to really fuel the hour here together. And we're going to listen to a little bit of an Abraham Hicks workshop. Uh, again, uh, they are, are a channel that we find incredibly interesting. And Heather and I are both kind of, it's so wonderful to have another friend who is as, I'm not going to say obsessed with them because that's just the wrong <laughs> word. <laughs> but, you know, I think you and I can like... <laughs> power through 10 straight hours of Abraham and be like, what's next? <laughs> I'll, I'll take obsessed, but I, I know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, it's really fun. Love. I'm, in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. But I do want to endorse um, another channel that we're going to be focusing on next week's show. And we've, we've had him on the show before, but he's been turning out some extraordinary work. Um, and that is a uh, friend, Frank Butterfield, who the name of his sort of channeling group, if you if you will, is called the Communion of Light, the Communion of Light, and it's communionoflight.com. And uh, Frank is, is a big Abraham fan, uh, but he also found, like Heather, that he was receiving information and experience. So, um, so I want to endorse Frank and also to encourage you to come back to ne next week's show where we're going to talk about the perfection of imperfection with our friend and channel, Frank Butterfield. So look forward to that. What do you have to endorse, Heather, this week? Anything that you feel has made you kind of open up and, and get to that feel-good place? Oh, my gosh. I love getting to that feel-good place. Um, <laughs> I had an amazing conversation with a good friend of mine who is an extraordinary coach, and she helps women entrepreneurs um, and women business owners all over the world. She's actually in Canada um, to find, she has this program that she was telling me about it's called Freedom by Focus. And um, the way we had this conversation, it just, I, when I hung up the phone, I felt so good. I could feel my body tingling. I was in the flow. And the way she describes helping people get to their freedom within a focus and this journey. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to take this class that she's teaching. And her name's Nadine um, Nicholson. And she has this amazing company called Me Jane. <laughs> Me Jane? <laughs> Me like, Jane. Like, like the Tarzan, Me Jane. Exactly. I love it. And um, it's mejane.ca because she's in Canada. So um, mejane.ca and her program is Freedom by Focus. So it's mejane.ca slash f. What's, what is that? FBF, Freedom by Focus. Yeah. And um, Freedom by Focus. God, I Freedom love by that. Freedom by Focus. Isn't that cool? That's a she, really good She's one. just like such a bright light because one of the things that I notice um, being an intuitive and in channel, I people just pop up in, in a light, like show up as light. I'll, I'll be doing something and somebody will show up in my head and there there's light all around them, like a flashlight you know, or an aura of light. And this woman is just like that. So if you ever talk to her or meet her, she just lights up the room, the phone, the line, whatever it is. And I just love that. You know, that to me is part of the feel good flow. Yes. And there's so many great teachers who are 
stepping into their authentic voice and, and just giving some powerful teaching. So mejane.ca, check that out. And I also want to um, endorse Heather because she has been giving some amazing channeling sessions to some of our audience participants and has been getting some incredible results. So Heather is offering some sessions to our listeners exclusively, uh, a really great opportunity to pop over to her website at resetyourmindset.net, resetyourmindset.net, and uh, look at the special offer she has for Everyday Attraction listeners. And and take advantage of that because it really is fun to have a one-on-one session with someone who can really tune in to what you're wanting and and allow you to, to expand on that energy and just send you off into that momentum uh, of the bigger yes as my friend Janice would say, the bigger yes. So check that out, Reset Your Mindset. And then, of course, our Everyday Attraction website, everydayattraction.com, where we have lots of fun stuff. So tonight, we're or today, we're going to be talking about um, con- the anatomy of control, which is such an interesting thing, versus the freedom of letting go. The anatomy of control versus the freedom of letting go. And this came up recently in a Sedona workshop by the Abraham. So again, um, Abraham-Hicks, I'm full of websites today, Abraham-Hicks.com, as we do every time we talk about them. We highly, highly encourage you to go over there and buy everything that they ever published, but also try and get on one of their workshops or cruises or extraordinary experiences. But they um, they recently had a two-day workshop in Sedona that Heather and I have just been like, oh my God. Mm, it's delicious. <laughs> So good. And there's, so we've been talking, we're going to be talking a lot about these two days in Sedona because that was quite an extraordinary vortex. The people that showed up, the questions that were asked were just off the hook. And, and this one tonight or today that we're going to focus on, we're, we're, we're recording late at night. Usually we do in the daytime. So I keep saying tonight, <laughs> today, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this, you know, this experience of being sort of paralyzed by non-action because you're trying to control circumstances and you can't seem to do it and you can't seem to let go. And so I think that's an interesting experience that a lot of us can relate to where we get paralyzed uh, with non-action because we haven't really been able to let go and we're still trying to fight the good fight. You know, we're still trying to make things happen by pushing stuff around. We're still trying to build that railroad one <laughs> one tie at a time when our spiritual entourage is just waiting there, just waiting to like pull in the the forces of the universe to help us but oh no we want to we want to nail in that tie (laughs) (laughs) but um but really we're going to be talking about how to release the tension to allow yourself to relax and what happens and we're going to hear this in in, uh one of the workshops that we're going to listen to just a little appetizer of it because again we encourage you to go over there and buy the whole thing but um you know what happens when you when you do release the kind of beauty that you're able to see, even in the seeming chaos, even in the incompletion of what you are wanting, because really the key to letting go is remembering that it's not about just getting to what you want. It's about enjoying the journey to it, because you will never be done. There will always be more until you make your beautiful transition. And even then, who knows? There's going to be always, always more. So we want to enjoy the journey. We want to relax and allow the middle point 
between where we were and where we're going to be just as delicious as the arrival. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll play a little bit of this wonderful workshop and get more into how is it that we can balance this want to control, but the heavenly release of letting go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back to the break. So glad you're here with us on this beautiful feel-good day. You've got the feel-good sisters here on Everyday Attraction, where we're talking about control versus letting go. (laughs) How do we do it? Why do we want to do it? And really, how is it that we can use this understanding of letting go as actually the most powerful and productive way to be in co-creative relationship with source. So let's step back a little bit and set the tone here. We're going to listen to a little bit of a workshop from Sedona, Arizona in 2014, a recent experience of the Abrahams. We're going to play a little appetizer here and hope that this will give us a launching off place to go deeper on this topic. So here we go. Letting go in the midst trying to control in today well we are tuned in to have to turn on my question of the weekend abraham was with regards to the anatomy of control versus the freedom that is found within in letting go well the freedom that is found from within and letting go is the anatomy of control 
I find myself in a predicament where I have envisioned and leveraged the energy that creates worlds to begin to flow a stream that is seemingly faster than I am allowing myself to keep up with. Seemingly faster, because I know I could keep up with it, but there is an element of paralysis of non-action. Yeah. And I found myself on business travel this week in New York, and I use the analogy of an elastic band. I found myself at the very beginning of the week being so taut with tension, an element of resistance. And I went to the gym on Tuesday morning before I started my workday, and I fired that elastic band. And it felt absolutely freaking awesome because I let that resistance go. And it's interesting because when I arrived at the hotel on Friday afternoon, I saw the beauty in the construction because my analogy of my elastic band and the way I felt when I arrived and I saw the construction and felt the ambience that was being created, looked for the aesthetics of the building and I'm watching the workmen work their magic and bringing this together and seeing the evolving, the unfolding of now they're taking down the shrouds that they've had up and seeing what is now before us has offered me a contrast today that has been magnificently beautiful. Are you saying that we should all be happy in the construction of our life experience? I've just... And that we are in an eternal state of construction? I've taken... And if we're waiting until it's all pretty before we invite people over, <laughs> there won't be very many parties because the construction process is so constant. I've taken beauty in the knowing that I'm always evolving, forever unfolding. Yeah. And I've seen it for what it is. Yeah. I want to give you something that was all very good and we are appreciating it immensely. Thank you. Something that may help you. That feeling of paralysis. Anybody understand what he's talking about? That feeling of... Yes, I'm not the only one. <laughs> that feeling that, that I should be doing something that I either don't want to do or I don't know what to do. And so that feeling of paralysis, let's just call it what it is, is the absence of inspiration. If I may, because my energy is flowing so fast... And because I am receiving impulse, and this is what I'd like to untangle, hopefully, I find myself in a place of resisting the impulse. And that inherently is creating well, the tension within. Well, that's what we're getting at. And here's why. Okay. You're really going to like this. Here, I always do. Here's what's tangled up in this. So let's start with that feeling of paralyzation. Yeah. And when you were standing in the old world... That said, well, just do something. Just do something to get the juices started. Just do it anyway. Push through. Persevere. Be vigilant. Use your effort. Buck up. Make it happen. But those tactics don't work for you anymore because you're standing too much in the other world. So what we're really talking about, that feeling of paralyzation is speaking about these two concepts. The concept of motivation and the concept of inspiration. Right. The concept of motivation says, 
I'm just going to make myself do it. Now, you're all following so far. You could say to yourself, well, I could follow one of two paths. I could allow momentum to increase on either of those concepts. So let's increase the momentum on the concept of motivation, which is making yourself do something because you just need to. So you don't feel like acting, so you don't. And you don't feel like acting, so you don't. And you don't feel like acting, so you don't. And you're not doing anything about trying to feel better. You're just sort of writhing in the what you should be doing and what you don't feel like doing. So you don't feel like doing it, and you don't. And you don't feel like doing it, and you don't. And you don't feel like doing it, and you don't. And you're focused upon what you should be doing that you're not doing. And so you're focusing on it, and therefore momentum is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Until a crisis ensues that going to stop right there because oh right on the cliff i know right because then you'll want to stay right on the cliff here <laughs> exactly there was just so much again and, and we want because we want to break this apart we want to just take a breath and we'll get back to that track don't worry but um but i really want to go back and, and sort of break down what he was talking about um what was interesting though i don't know if you caught this of uh, he doesn't seem to be really listening to them as much as we're getting from them. Um, I think he really wants to get his question out in it. And that happens a lot in the chair where mm -hmm. you're sort of beating the drum of the problem and, and infinite intelligence as Abraham is sort of spewing all this incredible stuff. And he just seems to be pushing through. But I, I kind of appreciate that because the result is we're getting all this delicious information. Um, this idea that, you know, really freedom within is the anatomy of control. I mean, can we get the paradox of that? You know, that, that really you are not in control creatively until you let go. Mm -hmm. That's, that's profound, you know, and it's such the antithesis of what we're taught, you know, um, and, and, this, and I think uh, that's why it's, he's having a hard time hearing it. As a matter of fact, I've heard this track three times and I even have a hard time hearing parts of it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think some of it is just the resistance to the concept being so drastic and so radically different than the way we've been taught our whole lives. It's hard to hear. <laughs> it is. But, you know, I, I think we all can understand that feeling of, you know, just that rubber band being so taut and we're so tense and we've been, you know, doing an uphill battle on whatever the issue is. And then that feeling of letting go. But that's actually not a, a real great experience of law of attraction. That's the kind of stuff you want to do early on in your learning. Because really where we want to get to is, is to the point where you don't have it so stretched that you have to get this big relief, right? We don't want right. to get to that point. The idea is not to go, oh, how far can we stretch our rubber band so we get a bigger, bigger relief? That's not, that's not what we're talking about. But when that is happening, it's really interesting in that unfolding is that I think we've all felt that letting go. And it is, you know, letting go is always just one thought away. Isn't that interesting? It's not like, you know, you you could you could really build a ball of resistant thoughts. Seriously, a like huge rubber ball of resistant thoughts, but it only takes one thought to unravel it. Right. It's not, it's not powerful. It's really cool. I mean, I I've been studying it when I was becoming a hypnotherapist and they were talking about how the mind works and that you can't be, your mind can't be in two places at once. And so if your mind 
is stuck on something that's not working, it can't be letting that go at the same time. So you have to actually distract your mind to go to some other place and focus on what is working or what you, you know, after you've already let it go or whatever you want to say. And it can't be in the holding on to it at the same time either. Yeah, it it actually disappears. It's like a Mm -hmm. parallel universe. It doesn't exist anymore because you've shifted your consciousness in that release. And I think that's really powerful. And it also goes to show you how powerful source energy is versus the disconnection from source, which is where all the resistant thoughts are. You know, mm-hmm. really very, very different modalities of, of power. But what I thought was so beautiful in his expression was, you know, once he did let go and, and, and sort of fall to his knees and, and allow source to, to take some control over his being, um, that he saw the beauty in the quote unquote problem. The construction. Yeah. In what was undone and bringing him tension in one phase of this became part of the joyful journey when he let go, which Mm -hmm. really make it really, you really see in that scenario how he does step into a place of control because he's now allowing the seeming chaos to be part of the beauty of what is becoming. And isn't that really, if you can't enjoy that part of life, you're going to do so much suffering. And it's actually not chaotic at all when it's in the construction of something new. It's exactly in divine order. Yes. And and I love their little bit about, you know, we need to invite people over in the midst of the construction. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to invite people over when there's stuff on your coffee table. You know, you need to invite people over when your house is messy. Oh, my. You know, allow people into what is becoming because there is... A beauty in that and and I really think that 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 is a very oh, it's kind of a relief in a way because I think a lot of us have this idea that we can't really let people in until we're perfect well yeah. and if you if you've been listening to Abraham for a while now um, they always say you'll never get it wrong and you'll never get it done. So once you realize you'll never get it done, then there is no such thing as when it is perfect. <laughs> right. So, you know, you can start to invite people, you know, really inviting people over and there's they're sort of the metaphor of, of the home or whatever project you're in, you know, don't wait to tell people about it until, you know, until the quote unquote perfect. But I think it also is this place of our internal dialogue of finding the beauty in our own construction, our own Mm -hmm. inner construction, and not having to get it spiritually perfect before we share. Well, it it kind of reminds me of um, enjoying the journey, right? Instead of waiting until you get to the destination. And so that's the same thing. We're in construction in every moment of every day. And can we enjoy that part of it? Yeah, and see the beauty. See the beauty that only exists in the transition in the middle part. Um, and, and I think that that's a, a capture. So, so the big chunk of change that I want to get to in that segment before we go to break was this, this real clear understanding of old world versus new world consciousness. I like to call this old technology versus new technology and old technology on, on the spiritual side. We're talking spiritual technology here is this world of motivation that we all grew up mm-hmm. in and still yep. permeates the majority of our society, the mm-hmm. just do it mentality, right? The no pain, no gain, the push through the efforting, just make it happen. And, you know, not to say that isn't effective. I 
I, I, I really, you know, we to be clear here. That works. It works. But the result of it is, is that there's a lot of pain and a lot of injury. There's a lot of suffering and, um, and it's not elegant. It's really not elegant in its ability to create. So I, I don't want to say that, that the old world is wrong. It's just that new technology has come along. And so it's kind of like carrying an 80 cell phone around versus, you know, an iPhone. It, it, it works. You can still communicate, but you look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see those movies sometimes for like <laughs> back in the 80s? Or the something? brick phones. It's like this whole big thing. <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, your definition of work might be different too because it doesn't work in a way that feels good. No, it doesn't. And that's, that's yeah. the piece for me. I mean, like my kind of mantra is letting go of the old, be in the now and live in the feel good flow. And the feel good flow is not happening when you're just do it, you know, no matter what it takes and be scared every moment of every day and all of that kind of thing. Cause you're living in adrenaline and, and you're like not enjoying any of it. <laughs> no, not at all. And you and you don't really understand um, the extreme pleasure of inspiration, which is, is really what the new technology gives us mm-hmm. is that on the other side, it, it is really co-creating with the intelligence of the universe to stepping into what we call infinite intelligence and allow it to inspire you beyond your own capacity to know and to really be part of that leading edge into a new place. And that's exciting and that's powerful. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll listen to the rest of that segment and really understand the exciting opportunity we have to stay inspired moment by moment by moment in this gorgeous letting go process so that source can be guiding us to places that are beyond our dreams and beyond our desires. You got to come back for that, right? Stay tuned. Absolutely. We'll, (laughs) We'll be back after the break. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening, as you just heard, to Everyday Attraction with Heather and Ray, the Feel Good Sisters here. Don't forget to check out our website at everydayattraction.com. And um, so we are talking about this new technology, this metaphysical smartphone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. this ability to, to stay inspired even in the contrast, even in the construction, even in what seems to be going crazy. Um, we're, we're hearing a lot about the Abrahams talk about this step four living, yeah. where it is living in, in, in the contrast, but staying so clearly, clearly connected to broader knowing that it's my favorite know, step, my favorite I, of all the steps. I know. It's so great. 
it really, I mean, once, once you really start to get it, you kind of feel a tiny bit invincible, (laughs) you know, because you just feel like, okay, um, I don't have to, uh, to freak out here. I can acknowledge the contrast and even embrace it and allow it to be, uh, the leader, uh, and showing me what's possible. Cause if I flip that rock over, uh, I get to see what it is that I'm withholding and allow it in. So I want to get back to this track cause it, it's, we, we kind of, you know, did a cliffhanger there, but we're going to go back to this recent Sedona, Arizona workshop. And again, we're just playing you a little appetizer, just a little bit of this workshop. And we really encourage you to go to the Abraham Hicks website, which is Abraham Hicks.com and purchase the whole series. It's Sedona, Arizona, 2014, but let's go back and see and hear some more about this letting go process. Here we go. just sort of forces you to do something about it. It's sort of like you don't feel like paying the bills, you don't feel like paying the bills, you don't feel like paying the bills, but after they turn the lights out, (laughs) then you feel like paying the bills. There's just something sort of motivating about the lights being turned out. So that's the way you allow momentum to increase relative to the subject of motivation. But what if... Your desire is to allow law of attraction and momentum to increase from the inspiration side of the equation, which means you start with something simple and easy and you just rest with it until it becomes a little more and it becomes a little more and it becomes a little more and it becomes a little more until you feel the inspiration to move. This is really a good conversation because most of you, we love you so much, But as much as you've heard from us, you still have one foot pretty solidly set in that world of action, in that world of motivation. And we don't think that there has ever been a conversation that has been so steadily unfolding to bring us to the place that we can have this conversation about the difference between motivation and inspiration than what has taken place. And we would also like to say to you that when you feel paralyzed, we're not encouraging you to take action. We're encouraging you to understand that you're on the wrong paradigm, you're on the wrong track, because whatever you're focused on will get bigger and 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 bigger. But don't you want to create from the inside out? Don't you want the inspiration to come from your full-on inspired version of source flowing through you? was a leading question and the answer is of course I do Abraham of course I do I want that with everything that I am you're coming at it from the opposite end of where I believe I am to be at this moment though and so I think you've framed it absolutely perfectly because you always do (laughs) with having this fast flowing stream this energy flow that I'm pulling through and the inspiration and the impulse to move in a particular way but there's some level of inherent resistance for me to Taking a leap of faith is too strong a word because I've, I've been in... But you see, here's the thing that we really want you to hear. Because you're making it sound like the momentum is flowing, the momentum is flowing, the momentum is flowing, and for some reason you're just not going along with it. And that isn't accurate. That's no, not what... the conditions that I'm finding myself in, it came up slightly yesterday. I'm waiting for the perfect conditions. And part of the perfect conditions comes down to responsibility. 
because I feel I am responsible for others in my life, and yet I can perceive their wellness, but I cannot do it for them. Well, you're going about it in a backwards fashion. Yeah, because no, that's why I'm at, here to unravel it. It's all right, but you just said you're waiting for the conditions to be perfect to inspire you. And what this workshop has caused us all to come to say is that rather than waiting for the conditions to incur that will inspire me, I'm going to start with something that I am for sure aware has no resistance within it. Allow law of attraction to do its thing that it always does and I know that inspiration will be the result of that behavior it's accurate to say you can't get there from there you can't get there from there now really you can get anywhere from anywhere but not without slumber not without pushing the reset button not without a paradigm shift within yourself have you heard of paradigm shifts where larger parts of consciousness begin to feel a perception of life in a different way well it's really individuals doing it and you don't have to wait for anybody else to do it you have the option right here right now in any right here or any right now of focusing on a condition that sort of binds you up or focusing on the absence of conditions which frees you up and that's the whole point of meditation the whole point of meditation is to clear your mind of thought that binds you and then begin with thoughts that don't bind you understanding that law of attraction will apply to them just like law of attraction applies to whatever is active within you that will get the inspiration moving you see Take us, Abraham, on your trip of... We're going to stop there. Sorry about that. I just dropped my notebook. Aww. Yeah, good stuff, right? So what was your takeaway from that? <laughs> it's so funny. I was thinking about that whole, um, the inspiration and taking inspired action. I kind of went off on a tangent. It's so funny when I listen to them, I, I take something as a starting off point and go from there. But I got that... Um, this inspired action to start with something that is easily inspired and then that will bring some momentum to another thing, another thing, another thing. And so I, I actually went to a place where I'm working with clients and thinking about what's the thing that's easily inspiring you right now, you know, whether it be something that's just easy because it seems like we always try to start with something difficult. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we try to, you know, pull it out of the ditch that we put it in, right? Which yeah. is just so much more. And and yet, you know, what they're really asking us to do in the inspired space is move to a, a, another parallel universe where they're asking us to, to move into that higher vibration place to which everything is different. Mm-hmm. Everything shifts. I mean, I think we keep trying to, uh, to try and make this linear. But everything that scientists are pointing to, everything that our spiritual gurus are pointing to, is that there isn't any linear. It's it's a time-space, you know, velvet curtain. <laughs> you know, it really is not what it appears to be. So it makes sense that to live an inspired life means that you start with an internalized inspiration so that it doesn't have to be on the outside world. So if it goes away, you lose your inspiration. Right. Um, and to rest with it, to be incremental. We talked about this last week when we talked about doubt. You know, it, this is not about quantum leaping. And this incremental shifting to what is inspiring from inside, 
you know, and then you wait, you wait to get the big yes, the inspire, the inspire, inspired movement, the I can't not do this, I have to move. I mean, it's, I keep saying it's either a big yes, or it's a no. Well, and I think if we look back in, in, I know we're, time's not linear, but if we look back into history in our lives, and we say, okay, look at how we developed our career, look at how we developed a relationship. It's not like we met somebody and said, do you want to go get married tonight? You know, you get to know somebody and over time, over time, over time, all these things build into something, build into a career, build into a relationship. But we're not maybe realize, it's easier to see in hindsight, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty. But it's, you know, it's proving really that it does work that way, especially when we take inspired action. That's how we build this relationship with source. It's like any relationship. And, and, um, but I I think what's interesting is, is their very astute assessment that we, as the majority of us still live in one foot in the old world and one foot in the new world of, you know, I think a lot of us give lip service to inspiration, but we're working our off day to day trying to push through that to do list like nobody's business, right? We're we're giving lip service to being inspired, but we're going out there and batting through, you know, we're taking our machete and we're going to make this happen if it's the last thing we do. You know? uh-huh. So I, I really think it, it's so important that we step back and hear that what happens when you're on the motivation track is that this rubber began this rubber band that they're talking about gets pulled back, pulled back, pulled back until there's an incident to which you have no choice but to be in to go within, you know. And I don't I don't really want to learn that way. I I don't think that we have to learn through that kind of extreme com- contrast, you know, because you see that sometimes where you know, people will not pay attention to the stress signals, and they'll just power Mm. through. And eventually, there will be some sort of incident, whether it be a health crisis, or an issue or a money crisis, or it seems like, you know, eventually, the physical is going to push back and say, this isn't working, you know, and if that every time of every time, right. And if that doesn't scare you off the metaf- the motivation track, I don't know what. It's like I've had enough of the incidences. I don't want to have to like recover from those. I prefer to learn on the inspirational track. It's kind of like it's that it's that really fast moving train. <laughs> where they and I you know. I can pr- pretty much pinpoint when I moved over from the old way to the new way. I mean, it's very pivotal time and I can't go back to the old way anymore. I mean, I'll have moments or glimpses of the old way, but not there long enough to have any kind of like high, um, I haven't manifested anything physically. I haven't been sick. I haven't had any, you know, because it's so much the step four, even when you do manifest some of the contrast you can manage yourself through it. And that's the control they're talking about. That's the control of letting go. Exactly. Versus the old world control, which is feeling, you know, incredibly responsible for the well-being of others. Trying to micromanage a situation. Trying to control them. Trying to make conditions perfect in order to be inspired, which is really backwards, right? Yep. Um, You know, it really is about this paradigm shift of starting with what's working, what's inspiring me from inspiring me from the inside out, 
And no matter what the visual effects are happening on the outside, I know where to take cover. I know where to go back and find that that balance. I know where to go back in and get connected to the energy that creates worlds. worlds. They're not kidding around. I mean, they talk about, you know, someone who is inspired is a million times more powerful than someone that's motivated. Yeah. And, and I really, you really hear that. And, and, you know, being in such love with technology and actual technology, I really see what they're talking about when they talk about the fact that how outdated these old modalities are. Yeah. Be- because you don't have to look back more than a couple of years, just a couple of years and look at how we were using technology versus now. And we haven't even seen the half of it in say three to five years from now, we won't recognize what we think is smart today. You know, and that's the fast movement. I mean, that's that's actually on the physical side. So it's actually slower than the metaphysical technology that we're talking about, where really that old way doesn't work. And it's so painful when you know better to go back and participate in that old way. You know? Oh, if- my gosh, that's so funny. I was just thinking about apps. Remember when apps came out? Yeah. A couple of years ago. And I'm like, what do you need an app for? You can just go to the website and get what you need. And <laughs> didn't make any sense at all. Now it's like everything I use is apps. I barely go to the internet for anything, you know? I know, exactly. But I mean, we really have to, again, that part of releasing and letting go and, and being led from that internal inspiration and, and really cutting out the peanut gallery. You know, that those who are, are clamoring for our attention or saying things that are trying to, to really pull our motivation rather than allow us to be pulled from, from source and through inspiration. But, but on the very practical side, let's talk about practicality. That's what we like to talk about on this show. You know, there is nothing more practical than being internally inspired to action that leverages the energy of source. I mean, you talk about projects coming together on time and under budget. Yep. You talk about creativity over the top of anything that anyone could have done uh, in the old system. I mean, it is exciting to participate in this, this newer technology because of what we're knowing um, that what it feels like to be in that place uh, of being inspired by that broader knowing. I mean, you'll get information, you'll get solutions to problems, you'll get clear understandings of what to do moment to moment to moment that is so exhilarating uh, that you, you never want to go back. You never want to go back. And so truly, as we wrap up our, our, our show today, it is understanding that letting go is the new technology. And letting go doesn't mean you're resigning. It means you're actually moving into your true power because you're releasing the old system that says you had to control the physical, that you had to control the people and the places and the circumstance. It all comes together. Right. It's a beautiful And that's system. where you're getting the control. The letting go is giving you the control because you're focused and you're intentional and you're inspirational. And it's just, it's kind of like um, 
cutting to the chase. Yes. And you're, what you're really letting go of, truly, what we're letting go of is an old, outdated system of how to be in the world. That's what we're letting go of. So, and in, again, the paradox is in the letting go of that old fake it till you make it, push, 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 and, you know, push aside anyone in the way that is between you and what you want. When you let go of that old system, then you're able to pick up a paintbrush that will bring your creativity into a, a completely different world. And that's where it's exciting. That's where we get to move beyond our own limited understandings and even our own limiting beliefs. That in the step four living, um, we even get to watch our old beliefs play out, but it doesn't really stop it, stop us from getting to where we want to go. (laughs) And this is the stuff that I use um, to subconscious work, whether it be hypnosis or NLP or EFT. Um, this is the stuff that helps you let it go because some of that stuff in there, you've been thinking about wanting to let it go, but it just keeps that tape keeps playing. It's on, it's on repeat. Um, and so, you know, I always suggest doing some subconscious work with whomever, um, but it really works. I love that because you do get beyond some of the clatter of the mind and some of the momentum that has built up some of the resistances that go back to, you know, long into our histories here. So, well, we've come to the end of our hour. I hope that you have heard something in this hour that will inspire you to see what more you can let go of and then really step into the new technology of your inspired self. There is a fantastic unfolding and everything that you've asked for is waiting for you just beyond that veil. And it's an opportunity for you today, tomorrow, to say yes to that prompting and see what happens. Trust that you have an entourage that is so ready to deliver. And all you need to do is simply get out of the way. It's a powerful way to be in the world. So thank you, Heather, for this hour. We have enjoyed being with you. And as we always say, feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. 
If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM. Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern for The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, For Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. <laughs> 